RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. Uh, if you're a sports fan, it's all upon us. So it's coming. Baseball's coming this season and this week. Uh, football's right around the corner. Basketball's around the corner. So it's here. Now, whether we win this battle or not, I mean, that's going to be up to um, the athletes. It's going to be up to us in some some degree. You know, we have to take it upon ourselves to do the important things as well to bring the numbers down in our states and in our country. Um, in the meantime, while the numbers are skyrocketing still, you know, we're opening things up, you know, whether it's the right thing to do or not, it's, it's a way, it's a waste of time to sit here and debate. Okay. We can sit and debate whether states should have opened up way back when, but it's going to waste our time because we, we opened and here's where we are. Now I'm going to say this, if we, if we look back three months ago or four months ago, if you'd have said, well, the numbers are going to be twice as bad, will we have sports? I believe everybody would say no. I think we're at a point now where we're so fed up with this shit that it didn't matter what the numbers were going to be. We were going to start or we're going to attempt to start. So the problem is a lot of people, um, politicians, owners, uh, GMs, coaches, you know, even athletes, they want they want to somehow get back to some kind of normalcy and make some money. Okay. You know, within our state, you know, we're going to open up the schools. I talked to a couple of teachers. What do you think about it? Well, the first, first and foremost is I got to make money. Okay. Which is the war. Nobody cares about me being a teacher. Well, it's the same thing with athletes. Athletes make a lot more money and a lot. They make a lot more money real quick. And athletes make their money from September to January. They don't get paid for the rest of the season, for the rest of the off season. So these guys have been spending money in the whole offseason. They need to make their money. So my thing is, I'm okay with things coming back because I'm way happier with the way Major League Baseball and NBA is doing it as opposed to the way the NFL is doing it. The NFL is just saying, let's go. That's all they're saying. If you ask the NFL, what's your plan? They don't have a plan. They have zero plan. That's a problem because I gave it 10% chance the NFL makes it through the season way back when, months ago. And I gave it zero chance college football does. And college football has zero chance, zero. In order for this to work, you have to sacrifice. And if you put it in the hands of these athletes, it's not going to work, okay? So the NBA is in a bubble. And when I say a bubble... I, was, I saw an um, interview with Rachel Nichols, I believe it was, uh, and she had just showed up to Orlando, and she's in the NBA bubble. And she, when she got to Orlando, she had to check in, take her tests, then go to her room for seven days, period. Not, go, not leave your room, not go to the bathroom outside in the hallway, not get room service, not go to the pool. Every day she gets tested. For seven straight days. Then when she's done, again, she's tested negative for seven straight days. Then she could be part of the bubble. 
That makes sense. Let's look what the NFL is doing. The NFL is basically doing the same thing the schools are doing. You're good. You'll figure it out. It'll just stop. No, it's not. You, you guys know it's not, right? And there's, there's so many more problems. Like the NFL just wants to make money. They're not caring too much about the athletes and what happens to the athletes. God forbid two athletes die and two, par- two parents of athletes die or two uh, 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 wives or a kid. God forbid. Because it's, that's not worth it. And then you come to the old, the whole thing where money always comes into play. The NFL is saying, let's go. The NFL, once it starts the season, once you play one game in the NFL, that season is activated. Therefore, you have to pay the, the, the uh, vested players their whole salary. So what happens if there's two games and the NFL stops? Are they going to pay all their players all their salary? Have they come to that conclusion? Those are little things that the NFL players going, I don't know if this is worth it. What if you go to training camp and you go to three weeks of training camp and then everything goes, runs, everything runs a buck and then they don't have a season? What did you get paid? Nothing. So now I put myself in jeopardy to do what? Not make money? So there's so much that needs to be ironed out still with the NFL. And if you look to the WNBA, and that's, it's a great example, um, Elena Deladon, who is one of the better players, has Lyme disease, okay? She showed the pills that she takes daily. She takes 60-something pills daily in her hand. They're big old hand, too. 60-something pills daily for her Lyme disease for her to compete. So she went to her doctors, and her doctors say she's a high risk, period, and that she shouldn't play. She goes to WNBA, and if, they, if she's a high risk and she doesn't pay, play, they got to pay her. Then she goes to the WNBA, a doctor, what do you think he said? You'll be fine. Of course he did. That's the way it happens in the NFL all the time. You can go to your doctor, he'll say something. You go to the NFL doctor, he will say something else, 100%. And it's to the point now where she's trying to opt out of the season, and they don't want to pay her litigation. That's going to be the problem. That's going to be the problem. There's, there's going to be, there's football players with Lyme disease. There's football players with asthma. You know, there's a lot of different situations that they're going to have to come across and they're going to have to figure out as they go. And that's what makes it, it makes it tough to figure things out as long, while they go, because you got to iron these things out before training camp starts. And speaking of training camp, the Washington Redskins, they finally did change their logo. They finally changed their emblem and everything like that. We don't know what it's going to be yet. But that's the least of their worries. Um, I guess they have a culture of sexist uh, acts in that, you know, clubhouse in the front office. I guess there was 15 women who who had sexual issues with the people at Washington. One woman came came up, and I saw an interview with her, and basically she was talked to, you know, was talking about being talked down to, sexist remarks, being hit on all the time, you know, being uncomfortable at work. It's that's enough already with that people. It's enough, seriously, and it seems like it's around money all the time. And the Redskins have money, and that's that's the part that to me becomes disgusting. Daniel Snyder is disgusting. The Washington Redskins organization is disgusting, and they're trying to make themselves look good 
by having internal investigations. Nah, kiss my ass. You were the ones that did it. You were the ones that did it. And that's going to cost them eventually. It's a good thing they are changing the logo. Good, good riddance. Get rid of the Redskins, whatever they become, whatever. It, it, we talked about it too damn long. But now we, we let's talk about how you're going to go forward with this culture that you had. Because you just can't fire a bunch of people and say, we're, we're okay, everything's different now because it doesn't work that way. Because a lot of people were mistreated along the way. So let's hope that Daniel Snyder gets his. Now, for those of you that, are, that love Madden like I do, I, I don't, I'm not even a video game guy, but I've been playing Madden since the onset. I don't ever play any other game, ever. I just play Madden all the time. So Madden's a big deal for me. Um, I'm not sure that this Madden that comes out you know, in the next little while isn't going to be the highest rated one because of everybody been waiting forever for this damn Madden. And whoever is doing the marketing for Madden is a genius because everybody that got 99 ratings, they were getting boxes with chains and all those kind of things. Good for you. Okay. So the Madden hype is out there. Lamar Jackson was upset that he was only rated, I think, 94 or something like that. I understand. If you played last year's Madden 2020, it was almost uh, unfair to play against Lamar Jackson because he was too damn fast. Can't wait to see how fast he is this year. And, you know, wait till you see, you know, what Deshaun Jackson's going to look like, what Mahomes is going to look like. And I got a funny feeling I'm going to be playing with the Arizona Cardinals because now they do have my boy Hopkins and they also have Fitzgerald and a running quarterback, which is obviously very, very important for those of you that play Madden because if you don't have a running quarterback, you're a dead duck. So that's going to be coming out soon. That's important. And, um, well, it's not really important, but it may be more important than we know if this football season doesn't, we don't figure these things out, okay? Because like I said before, there's still a lot to be figured out before this NFL football season goes across in any kind of smooth way. Now, I, if you everybody, anybody wants to email me, it's ianbeckles at radioinfluence.com. I got this email by uh, Desdenova. Uh, and it's, it's a long email. Uh, I'm going to try to paraphrase it as quickly as I can. He was talking about Deshaun Jackson and his comments. Um, and he was talking about, you know, how he was comparing everybody to uh, uh, Minister Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam. And his question was, why do you think it is that it's okay to hate white people, but not Jewish people? I don't know if I got that out of what Deshaun Jackson said. I mean, the long and short of it is if you're Deshaun Jackson or anybody else, I said this before on the show, stay away from the Holocaust, stay away from Hitler, you know, just stay away from it. You know, if he had just said Farrakhan, I don't know if it would have been that big of a deal. Now, I'm not going to sit here and get into Louis Farrakhan's, uh, you know, politics. I'm not going to do that. But I know Hitler's, I know Hitler's politics and it ain't good. You need to stay away from that. So, and the other question was, uh, how is it any different with a white player praising David Duke? Um, I've never seen that. I don't know if a white player has ever praised David Duke. I, I don't know that. So, I wish I had a, an answer for you. Um, you know, to, stay away. Stay away from Hitler and stay away from the Holocaust. That's all I got. There's nothing else. There's just nothing positive about that. There's no way to spin that into any, any good way. And he tried. 
and he failed. And he's going to get fined. He may get suspended. That's the way it's going to go. Once again, if anybody ever has any questions for me, Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. I appreciate you guys listening in. Football season is right around the corner now. Whether I think it's going to be successful or not, it doesn't matter. It's about getting out there and attempting it. They are going to attempt it. They're cutting corners. They they don't want any preseason games. I think basically they're just delaying the inevitable, unfortunately. I hope everybody has a wonderful week. Make sure you listen to the Ron and Ian Show Monday through Friday, 3 to 7, 95.3 FM. Appreciate you guys listening in. Have a wonderful week and please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. This is a Life in the Fast Lane with Black Moses. Alan Lane Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Listen, man, listen. You know, there is, I've been on this kick lately. You know, remember earlier this year, I was talking about moving the needle. And then 2020 was like, hold up. Everybody pause. And uh, (laughs) like, like 2020 had a completely different idea, different uh, plan about how this year was going to turn out for so many. Um, and unfortunately, you know, a lot of people fell, have suffered. I think that's the word. A lot of people have suffered uh, this year and there's a lot of pain and there's a lot of heartache and there's just a lot of struggle. There's a lot of struggle going on right now. And I always say that this is not a political show. We're not politically politically motivated, so we're not going to touch on that. But we are going to talk about the human spirit. We're going to talk about the human spirit and we're going to talk about how, as the motorcycle community, what we can do to continue to grow and thrive and just continue to 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 exist, to survive. Like right now, the job I've quoted, I've quoted Henry Rollins multiple times where he has you know, stated the job is to survive the America. And, you know, now I, to, to, if, if I may, uh, with all due respect, Mr. Rollins, I would like to take that, you know, multiple steps forward and say that our job as human beings, our job is to survive the world. Life in the Fast Lane with Black Moses, Alan Lane can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.